Hello everyone, in today's episode I'm joined with Alex and um, today um, me and Alex are going to, be, going to be speaking about autism and uh, hobbies as well and, and, and just have a, a, a really good uh, conversation. Um, so thanks Alex for joining me today. Um, if we, uh, just to start off with, if you just say a little bit, a bit about you so people listening uh, know you a little bit. Hey, I'm Alex. I uh, watch a lot of YouTube. I like to watch TV shows that sort of have a sort of uh, puzzle component to them. Yeah. So you sort of have to figure out what the hell is happening. <laughs> Just throws you in the deep end. Yeah. And you're like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, I'm not sure yeah. how to say. <laughs> yeah, with the TV shows, like, um, like, is, is it more of a series you like to watch like um as well uh, yeah i prefer to watch series because it takes me a while to get into something and get comfortable with the characters and etc because yeah. uh when like you know in a movie it's all all the character introductions and things like that are forced and and by the time it gets to its sort of message or anything like that, you're it's already over. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Like, like it does take time. Like, you may watch the first episodes of a series and and feel like like you don't want you think it's not that great, and then there's others where you're, you 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 just stop can't stop watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, the latest series that I'm watching is American Gods. Okay. Like uh, it's really good, but like I'm really sad because I got to season three now, and it's just like it's been cancelled due to low viewership. I was like, "What? Why? <laughs> this is amazing!" <laughs> is it like, <laughs> like um, has really like interesting like uh, thoughts on? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. like it's. A, yeah, it's uh, it's it's it is annoying when something gets cancelled that you want to watch. Yeah, yeah. Although I am sort of uh, glad that I've run out of it because I do get to this. It's sort of um, this is and this is a autism thing. I think <laughs> is that like uh, a sense of hyper focus. It feels like if like. I'm a Chrome web browser and <laughs> you know, like I'm running like this tabs in my head and it's, and it's something needs to be finished or it's just going to keep slowing down. Not only that tab, but everything else because it's like poorly optimized. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. like, I think those things like it is autism related when you do like with hobbies and, and watching TV um, shows that you like, um, like um, especially um, I think if you watch it, uh, I suppose it's better when you're watching a series um that's on once a week and um because yeah. it sometimes you watch a series that isn't like it, the whole season comes out at once, uh, you kind of binge yeah. watch that and and it finishes yeah. quickly and then you wait a year for for the for the next season to come and then like even though you will be waiting a while for one if you're watching each week. But um, at least you're looking forward to the next episode. Um, like yeah, it's yeah, like and yeah, I find that as I say, like things that I love become a burden, like like because of 
the executive function element of it. It's like, as you say, when it's coming out once a week, you watch it and then you, it's sort of out of your mind, no, no, out of, outside, out of mind for you. But when you say watch it, like you watch you three in and then you know you have to do something else and you go and try and do something else, but your brain just doesn't want to shift gears. It's still thinking about the previous task and you just you want to move but you just can't like it's yeah. really yeah. really irritating <laughs> yeah like, like uh it's, i have the same thing especially if i want to do multiple things that i enjoy it's like okay well if i wanted to play games for an hour and then i wanted to watch tv for an hour then it's sort of like I take an hour to start doing one of them <laughs> and another one doesn't get happen. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like you want to do all sorts of different things. Like, um, yeah. it, it, it's supposed you get bored of one thing and then you want to do another thing and another thing and another thing, which, um, yeah. which is, it's, I suppose it's good to be like that, but, um, like you may get bored of a, TV, a show you're watching and then, you uh you want to maybe play a game maybe a, a PlayStation game or something like that um just because um you you feel like you've watched enough <laughs> of this particular yeah. program yeah it's like it's, it's really strange when you think that like uh, what's it your what's the word addiction sort of circuits on your brain are sort of independent of your happiness. So it's something doesn't have to make you enjoy it to keep you doing it, you know. So you're just like, I really want to stop doing this now, but I'm still going. Why am I not stopping? And it's like, it's especially when what you're doing is exhausting you, because when it's exhausting you, you're too exhausted to say no. <laughs> yeah, <know? laughs> yeah, yeah. It is very like if you're playing a game, it's good that. Even if you're not maybe a person like a person person like sociable as such and in person. But I think with gaming it helps like you maybe escaping something. Um I suppose mm. in the real world where you just relax, um like like where you have probably more control over over that than a, a TV program. Um because mm. you you you've got the control in your hand and uh, there, may, there may be some friends or you may meet people through gaming which is great but um it's just it just goes to what you're interested in mm. yeah. yeah yeah but uh like, it just brings that autism back where like um autism i feel like i've said it's something i know if i'm interested in something uh, i probably won't be quiet about it <laughs> like a particular thing i'll i won't I'll keep talking about it and it may annoy someone but I may not realise that so I'll still talk about that yeah. thing yeah yeah because you just get stuck talking about what you know like it's it's one of those weird things because it's like um like no, no one really multitasks but autistics don't multitask at all like <laughs> like if you're if you're talking about something you're enjoying to be able to get to and access those memories you are unable to like because it's i feel like there's a misconception like that autistics can't pick up body language that's not true 
it's just you can't pick up body language whilst you're doing something else. <laughs> no, yeah. If you're if you're if you're trying to remember what you enjoy or you're thinking about that, you're fully immersed in the moment, thinking about that, experiencing your passion. And if you're experiencing your passion, you aren't able to make eye contact and see all the little things like that. Because I always find that if I start trying to force myself to do that, I sort of short circuit what I was thinking about. I'm like, sorry, I've forgotten what I was talking about completely. What were we talking about? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, so it's... you do forget if you're talking about one thing and then talk about another, you, you can you easily forget what you was talking about with someone like if I suppose they do. If you're having a conversation with someone about something you're interested in, then they change the conversation. Uh you yeah. easily forget what you're talking about and then it's yeah I think like when when you're doing that like, like what, what happens is like it's sort of it's, it sounds weird but you're sort of modeling it in your head you're sort of conscious like you don't remember things as words you're remembering it as sort of like this weird construct so you have to remember it and build this construct in your head and then convert that into words yeah and so so while you're doing that like like as soon as you've changed the subject that slate gets wiped clean and you, you still have your words but you don't have what they were referencing you're like it's like like it's it's hard to i mean so, sometimes it's a like more a vi more visual thing like a, some kind mm -hmm. of schematic but you know like yeah, yeah. Like yeah. or diagram or something like that. Like some, but like it gets even more complicated when we're talking about sensory feelings, because you, because obviously one of the big problems that autistics face is sensory overload. Yeah. And you know, like when you when you're like, if you're trying to remember a memory, you will probably remember how the how those feelings felt you know in your body you know is my stomach uncomfortable is my, <laughs> is my skin is it, is it too hot too cold and like that and all those things and how it led to this event and this event and that and like you're trying to sort of but you don't like you don't want to be saying those things like uh you're, you're trying you, you you remember a huge chunk of information but you're trying to filter out the irrelevant bits and filtering out the irrelevant bits is like a full-time job when you're doing it manually, but in a more neurotypical person, like those extraneous bits just aren't recorded to begin with. They, they may, they may happen, but like they, they're, they're better. They're good at producing the memories, but then better at pruning them to get rid of the unnecessary but all of the unnecessary parts are remembered. Yeah. Which is why we're considered detail orientated. It's... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I feel, ironically, I feel like I waffled then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like with eye contact, it is a, it's a thing where it's, it's hard to look at a person face to face. Well, if you can, I suppose to them, they may think you are, but, um, mm -hmm you're not really you're just looking maybe at something near them or like you'll mm. see you won't look at them but you'll you can speak to them but it is like 
I, I didn't do that, especially meeting a new person. I wouldn't do that. Uh, I probably wouldn't now, but if I'm, if I'm quite used to a person and I've known them for a while, I, I will uh, probably yeah. do yeah. it eye to eye sometimes. Yeah, I, I think that the the reason is like it's sort of limiting information. It's like when you're doing when you're talking to a new person, all of their mannerisms are brand new to you. So you're taking in so much information. It's just a, like it's just an extra form of sensory overload. But once you've known them for a while, like it's sort of autopilot seeing that thing like it's so, so it's it does i mean it's not it's still not easy because you still have to sort of be reactive and in the moments but at least you're not tr sort of training the f like the recognition part of it if you get me you're just training the like the actual do you, do you get what i'm trying to say because i'm yeah, don't think I'm yeah uh, yeah <laughs> I, I, I know what you mean i know what you mean um with, with I talk about everything like it's some machine learning algorithm. <laughs> yeah, I suppose everything is a mission though with autism. I am um, trying to get out people who are to understand it as as we do, um, as you do, mm. as I do. Uh, but um, with autism, it's like the course is different for everybody. Like um, for 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 you, uh, you'll have your own things that uh, you find hard. And uh, mm. for me, I will as well. Like, uh, I say I'm sensory. Uh, I'm a sensory person. Um, that I won't like it when people are eating very loud um, near me or making loud noises on their plate. Like, it was dinner time and people making loads of noises. And, uh, and I tell them, stop. Because, mm. uh, because when I eat, I don't make that loud noise. So I come to think for why uh, it doesn't feel right for it to be that someone else making more noise than I do. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, to, to me, it feels like it's like a black chalkboard scraping when they're... Do, oh, do, my God. Do, do these, yeah. Oh, my God, I can't stand that. That <laughs> drives me yeah. mental. <laughs> like, yeah. But, yeah, I, I get what you mean. Like, it's, it's, not, a, it's yeah. not a fun experience. And the, the worst part is, is when it, it sort of... It becomes, like, severe, sort of. It's, like like to the extent that you it sort of disables your ability to sort of regulate how you ask them because it'd be nice to be able to be, always be sort of in the state where you're like if you have to catch it really early like please can you stop that like some like that's how you think you're trying to say it but actually it comes out like stop that now you know like you know it's like it's like um it sounds like you're sort of um you're trying to start a fight with them or something yeah. and and it get put someone on a defensive and then it sort of can very easily spiral out of um like like what your intention was you were just trying to like sort of like and it, it like causes a lot of argument and when you're already sort of overloaded because you know sometimes you can deal with it better than others <laughs> like and you, you know what i mean right yeah yeah like sometimes i will i i i, I will I will, I will deal with it probably better um mm. like if i'm not i'd like to not be if i'm not in the same room 
still I can hear the noise from distance sometimes. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I try my hardest not to say nothing for a while. But then I just get I get annoyed that uh, so maybe some people do it on purpose just because they know it annoys you, um, which mm. you'll get. But uh, and then yeah, that, that does happen. Yeah. It's, it's, it's usually best to sort of, as I say, preemptively do it so that you can retain some modicum of politeness. <laughs> like that's like yeah, uh, like it's not it's not good to wait until you're already at your limit. Yeah, that's it. We don't we don't like waiting. <laughs> <laughs> and but also recognizing when you're at your limit is another thing that's really difficult when you're say in the thing because I always think of you know. Um, Neurotypicals will always talk about flow, like it's a really good thing, you know? Hmm. Like they're, they're, they're saying, oh, I got into the flow of work and all that thing. And like everything shut down and all I could focus was on that. And it's like, but I feel like autism is sort of like a flow disorder. You're sort of put into flow on thing on everything. You don't want to be on things that shouldn't be in your flow. Like, so recognizing when you're having when something is too much is often you know you you figure it out too late because you're you have been playing a, like a, I don't know, a game like for, yeah for example like uh gaming is in in autism is reg- related to uh alexithymia hmm. which is basically the inability to recognize your own emotions so if you've got, say, an annoying noise in the background, but you're playing the video game, your your brain is sort of so focused and in flow that that thing in the background is still there. It's still causing the thing, but you're not aware of the frustration it's causing you. And it builds up and it builds up and it builds up in your subconscious. And that can happen. That's why, like, you know, it's really bad if to play games when you already know you're in a unhappy mood say your girlfriend broke up with you don't play a game to ignore that because then you are just going to the so i think although i think that to some extent that actually applies to neurodivergence too yeah 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 <laughs> like uh, that probably applies for most people if you thought or not but, but um the I... problem is, is that you get because of the autism you're stuck with the flow of it. So you're not like, you might not be like, not be able to sort of stop ignoring it. You know, you, you sort of repress something without meaning to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Like, um, I suppose if you're playing like FIFA, for example, and you have broke up your girlfriend and then you take it out on the game, uh, which, which is, I suppose, is a good game to take it out on. Because um, if you do take out on the game, because you can just kick the ball any way you want on there, and um, especially you probably get angry if they have, if you if you concede a goal, <laughs> but even more so than you would usually. But um, but yeah, I think it's probably if you are having a bad day or you sometimes happen in your day, probably best not to go on the game. But yeah, um, I, I I've discovered that like what I need to do when I have bad days is not do anything quite literally get into bed don't use my phone turn off the lights and just lay there like i usually find that it's not well when i need it it's not boring 
because you're literally unable to think in the first place and boredom is when you like you can think but don't <laughs> so, you know that's it like, like you uh you i've done that in the past i've like, not been on your phone for days and um it's great right um like, like no it, it just makes you feel like what it was like before the phone days like no one yeah. had a phone i miss it yeah. <laughs> i miss that I, 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 like it was really good actually and i didn't even think about it like just yeah like but the funny thing is is that despite knowing this 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 it pulls you back in as soon as you need to use the phone for something then it pulls you back in and then before you know it like and then obviously this is by design isn't it you mm. just like um brain dead again i guess <laughs> yeah like, i think it was great I, I, I didn't use it for a couple of days but when i click it on all these notifications but oh, yeah. pe- people asking well, where have i been because I, I didn't want to inform anyone that i was on my phone for a couple i went on it for a, for a few days and people mm. were asking where have i been uh <laughs> so um it was it was nice while it lasted but i do do it time to time but um I think it's great just to uh, maybe you can focus on a game uh, rather than yeah. being on your phone because being on your phone can be a bit toxic sometimes. Where uh, yeah. like as well as social media, where being on it and all the time is not good yeah. for you. Well, it's like uh, yeah, the transfer isn't good for you. But even a game isn't necessarily good for you. Mm. Like what? Like um, there's a right, like. like when you need to there's a sorry this is a trying to sort of i know what i want to say but it's sort of not not uh in words yet okay so there's 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 idea like like that the problem with screens isn't necessarily that it's a screen per se it's that it it could be looking at book it could be doing anything like anything like that where your eyes are focusing to a pinpoint sort of thing to sort of like you know basically focus is the problem like what like in the past for example um you would be more likely to be walking and wandering thing like that and your eyes would be going from left to right so it, and they're sort of not zoned in they're sort of in like this weird panoramic view yeah and that is like the the healthy thing because um like neurologic like the neurochemicals or whatever when you're focusing are different to the when you're relaxing and you need that sort of relaxing to sort of thing which is why it's good to go for a walk for example because when you walk your eyes sort of naturally sort of relax and you just you know, that's you, you, you're not really paying attention. It's lo, lo, a low vigilance state, if you get me. Yeah. That's what you then you like. Uh, but yeah, like uh, I feel, do feel like uh, there are worse things in there. Yeah. Than using think... social media, and that's probably the uh, dopamine things, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, there are worse things than social media we could be doing. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Yeah, I think walks are great just to clear your mind, especially if mm. you haven't been out for a few days. It'd be it's a good way to like release stress. Um, mm. 
going for a run, exercise, maybe it's, it's, it's good for you if you want a distraction um, from gaming, from your phone, from all of it. <laughs> um, just uh, I, I would say about exercise, it's sort of a, like, it's a way to sort of hate yourself in a productive way. <laughs> it's like yeah. you, you injure yourself but you get better <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> like um yeah yeah uh, that's why i got like dark hand since we i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but um yeah i suppose with, with the autism you 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 do want to do things and you can because i i may be a bit smarter than someone else on a certain thing, which you will be, um, mm. because we all have our strengths and what we're good at. Um, I, I'm not the best of at maths, so uh, um, uh, as you know, my my brother is addict, so <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. Um, let's not discuss Kieran here. <laughs> no, let's not. But <laughs> yeah. but um, but yeah, I'm not the smartest and and and. Like with that, uh, like we all try hardest though. Um, mm. with, with that, like, mm. with, like, like I'm more of a. I like Doctor Who, so I'll, I'll talk to someone, even though I have no interest about Doctor Who. I'll talk to them, and uh, I'll probably try and get them to like it because it, it's something you want to do. Like, if you're interested in something, you get someone else to like it, and people will try and get to watch it, and um, so. That's it. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, but yeah, yeah. I, I know that, that that's exactly how I feel about exercise. But no one likes it. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, yeah. so like I just start start talking to them about the in the individual muscles and which how to focus on it and like you know anatomy and all that kind of thing. And it's just like no, I I prefer to just like uh, yeah. well actually that reminds me like um that brings me to another point like about this like the sort of the real like real difference between like sort of autistic and neurotypicals in how they think about the world is that is top-down thinking and bottom-up thinking like um top-down thinking is sort of like you sort you have this story you have like this collectively sort of um agreed story and you act according to that whereas the bottom-up thing is sort of like from first principles if you understand what i mean by that you you look at the in you sort of like atomize the story and figure out what is true and what is false you know what i mean like and that sort of sticks quite heavily like you know like um is it like being polite, for example? Um, like, you, 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 like a, a neurotypical would be like just polite because it's how it's done. It's always been done this way, and you might be thinking, "Well, actually, this like doesn't say this doesn't really add any benefit to either of our days and waste more time." You know that kind of thing, like, uh, or like you might have this if that this preconception of how to go to the gym and work out meanwhile the autistic might be more experimenting with different things like 
um, like which ways to like thing like basically all the little details. Can I improve this exercise? Can I reinvent the wheel essentially? <laughs> and for for the for the most part, like it's better to have that sort of story because there's so much things in life that you uh, what's it like need to react quickly to and if you have a like this story or narrative that to follow or if you, even stories and narratives about yourself because that's uh, a lot of thing you know like the idea that someone at school is popular yeah. or the it person like that is a story or narrative that you're going to stick to and follow and think oh it's just like how i've learned before but then you're more likely to treat someone but like not not really follow that narrative you don't really like as a bottom-up thinker you just you can't see it it's sort yeah. of like uh everyone else is swimming around in water and you're trying to figure out how water works <laughs> right. you know like she's just like i can't swim until i know how 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 to how it works you know what i mean like yeah. it's it's got a difference between like i know what you mean yeah <laughs> yeah i know what you mean like yeah <laughs> um okay. yeah sure. yeah but it's always a, a difference and always differences <laughs> all the time but um, yeah. but yeah i know what you mean like autism is a thing that we have to well well i got done when i was nine so i've had it quite a long time i was i say mm. quite a long time so um, <laughs> um everyone's had it all their life but yeah you, yeah. you know yeah. For, yeah 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 probably all our life but we just get diagnosed at some point <laughs> yeah. um but but yeah we yeah there's the idea that like um as you get older you tend to get less autistic not because you're actually less autistic but because you understand more like basically what people do intuitively you've figured out the logic behind it and why to do it if you get me yeah so you start yeah. so you start doing like like you know it's like this is like something weird is like my mom actually had to teach me how to smile okay. <laughs> i thought well i like you know all the other kids when they're happy they smile mm. i was just running around with a deadpan face and and I like I went, no matter how happy I was, I was just deadpan. And just so she taught me how to smile, and I was like, uh, "Oh, thing." And, and, and like now, to some degree, it is automatically. Although sometimes I do still have to remind myself in brand new situations, you know, like when something makes you happy completely by surprise, and like <clears throat> like. Um, have to remember to sort of display expressions <laughs> yeah you know? but, yeah no, but that, that, it's, that sort of thing it's like you, as you get older it's sort of like uh it's it's, it's, it's like we, they say delayed but it's not really delayed it's just it found it finds a new path hmm. like there's this uh thing where someone had this uh motor part of his brain like like removed it's sort of like you know yeah. he's got his right hand it's controlled by the part of the brain that controls the right hand and the left hand that part of the brain was removed 
but he regained the ability to move that because a different part of the bone came in and sort of um it, it sort of learned and built up a new network but it wasn't in the same place as before or something it was really okay. interesting and it's that sort of idea it's like it's a compensatory method it's 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 the why we overthink you know yeah. like uh the overthinking element is what allows us to make up for the deficits. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, we wake up for that, and yeah, like with with autism, it's just um, it's, it takes time to understand ourselves, I suppose, um, at the start, and then we talk about it, and then we are. Uh, try and make people understand it and then like mm. it's hard to do that i suppose and if you don't have it but um you find mm. most i think i I say you find most people that do nowadays um you come across people that have autism which um which some people understand some people accept it some people don't but we we uh just go, i think uh, yeah. yeah i think i think to understand someone with autism you need like there's this sort of like you have empathy but you have to have there's emotional empathy and cognitive empathy the cognitive empathy is being able to sort of rationalize how someone feels and emotional empathy is you feel the emotions like thing and like i think with dealing with someone with autism you have to have the mental capacity to have cognitive empathy which is like i say harder you know it's the same concept as behind like people care about you know if someone was killed in the uk on your street and you knew them you would have you have a face to a name you would feel lots of emotions and stuff like that but you know when you hear about I don't know, lots of killings or car bombings in another country. It's just as tragic, but you don't have any sort of emotional connection or bond to it. So you need that cognitive empathy to come in and be like, oh, yes, they're still human. They're still things. It's still horrible, no matter how far away it is. But if you look at sort of, you know, how people uh, actually treat it, they treat it sort of flippantly or nonchalantly it becomes just a number to them. They don't have emotional connections to numbers. Yeah. And I think that sort of, as I say, the ability to care about someone halfway across the world is the same ability that you need to understand someone that has a difference in their brain to you. Because like, you know, when a neurotypical feels empathy for another neurotypical, they aren't feeling that person's emotions. They're recognizing the tells that they're giving off and feeling their own emotions. And that's the, the, the key kicker here is that the, the experience of being autistic leads to unrelatable emotions. Like if you're not displaying it on your face or you're feeling sensory overload, they don't feel sensory overload, so they're not going to understand it with that sort of approach. 
it's not going to be able to just immediately pick up and go yeah they're going to pick up and think that's just weird and creepy you know yeah <laughs> you know what you mean like like yeah it's like like you i think not like, because other people with autism look more maybe severe i suppose as you, as you put it sometimes like they, they they look like they need help and that's where the understand of autism is quite hard for other people because they need to understand that everyone like it does go on appearance autism i think uh like if, if you look like you can do something uh you don't look like you're autistic but being autistic doesn't mean just the way you look um you could be quite shy at times um especially asking for help with things um and just mm. doing things trying to do things but you can't but you just don't want to like mm. upset or annoy someone mm. yeah I, I i do get that like um yeah it's like when you're trying to ask for help it's quite hard because you have so many you, you you as i say because you can't just straight up read what they're feeling or something like that you have to have so many hypotheticals and contingencies in your head before you can even ask you know like um is it is like if i ask now they're going to be are they in a happy mood or are they going to be like how can i like improve the chances of them like understanding this or saying yes here or you know that that, that kind of thing it's and it just becomes like overwhelming and then then you realize that you're you've spent two weeks procrastinating sending an email to your um your uh course supervisor for a research project yeah. <laughs> that's that it's really a, like a massive pain in the ass and it's it's the same sort of issues i have to say when i'm applying for jobs as well is like um when I'm trying to figure out the specifics of that job and what I need to actually say on to get them to read it and thing like that, it's sort of like I, I can't really understand what, what they want because what I think would be good is probably different to what they think is good. Yeah, yeah, like with jobs in total and, and like if you have autism or not it's very hard these days to get one um like, yeah. like, like a job like say especially people with autism and on the spectrum which is hard because you don't get accepted if you have it you have to explain yourself i remember going to if you... I, think it, I think it has the sorry that like i think it has the highest unemployment rate of any disability yeah it does yeah and i actually yeah. Remember before the pandemic, uh, I went on a work experience base, and they wanted that that I did get paid because they wanted to. They liked me, and I kind of changed it the way because they didn't understand autism was, and I explained what it was, and they changed the way they did the uh, work and made it uh, easier and suitable for people who had autism. So, yeah, it, it's very hard to get a job like if you have autism, but I do think it's hard to get one in general. <laughs> you have yeah. to, um, you have to have qualifications um no you'll just get i suppose grades depending on what you want to do i think the first is because when you're really young you have to kind of know like a goal was suppose what you want to do as a job because uh i'm probably planning to do that before you actually do get qualifications for a certain thing but yeah it's it's tough and it's, it's not good that 
um, people in charge of the workplaces don't uh, support people that have autism as much. Yeah, and and the, one of the funny things, well, I think it's funny, but it's not actually funny. It's kind of depressing, really. Oh. Is that <laughs> you know the thing, you know the you know the fluff that they fill up like every single sort of thingy with must be good at time management. Yeah. <laughs> must be very so very social and good at working in a team. Must be able to change like you know dynamically very quickly. It's just like. Basically, they've just written a short list of everything that autistic people are bad at. <laughs> yeah. Like... yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Like, it's hard. Like, like I think if you've <laughs> time, um, you you might be able to do one or two of those things. Uh, but yeah, but it's hard when for a workplace like they expect quite a lot of you. Um, to start with, and like I think you should just should be able to ask for the amount of help you need and not and and then if you do ask help and they might say well if you can't do if you, if you can't do it on your own what's the point <laughs> they might say something like that because they feel like you have to do the whole thing yeah. and not ask for help yeah they they, they, they will it's like yeah because you have like this sort of weird uh thing where it's like do you let them know that you're autistic beforehand or not because you don't know if they're gonna how they're gonna react to it and more often than not, they will, like, um, I kid you not, like, I went for a job as an invigilator. And, you know, this is a job that you spend, like, 90% of your time in silence. Oh, yeah. And all you have to do is, you know, you know, you know, exam. Yeah, 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 I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got, uh, like, the, the, the guy that does it is um clearly autistic he spent the entire interview not having um eye contact with me but there was another woman just a random blah, blah, blah. so i was having trouble with eye contact he was having trouble with eye contact but the rest of the interview went pretty well mm-hmm. she she who <laughs> with this guy no 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 rejected me for not making eye contact and I was like, and I was like, but I'm autistic. And then there was no reply after that. And it's just like, how do you, that, 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 you, it's not like, yeah, they say that there's disc- disability discrimination, but how do you really go about that? Yeah. Like, I, I, I applied for an NHS job, you know, like a job literally, literally government related. <laughs> and they, uh, what's it called, put into it. Um, what's it like? There's a I think I can't remember what it's called. It's, it's it used to be called the two ticks scheme or something like that. Mm. Guaranteed interview scheme. So they're gonna guarantee you an interview for being autistic. Yeah. If you fulfill the requirement minimum requirements for the job, which I did, and I went for the guarantee thing, and I still got rejected for interview. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is, and 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 when I went to the job center thing about it, they were just like, "There's no point wasting your time following up about this or making a complaint or doing anything like that. Just move on to the next one." It's just like, "Well, what the hell is the point of these things if there's no consequences for not even sticking to your own sort of regulations and anti-discrimination stuff? What's the point?" Yeah, so it is silly. That 
it's not right for that to happen just because you didn't make eye contact when another person didn't as well that you're speaking to. Um, so um, it, it's silly. It's just those things just because you haven't made eye contact. You're, you're engaging, you're speaking to them, answering the questions they probably, that they've asked. You've done all, all what's required. Like, I suppose if they in the in the uh like the letter uh where you're applying for the job if it says um requires eye contact um you might have thought that twice about coming for it because if they're telling you it requires you to be eye contact um which you could do many things well you're looking at such just because you're not looking at someone's eyes doesn't mean you're not engaging so it is Mm. that is silly yeah yeah and and as i say especially true for a job where you're not meant to be making eye contact with students that are doing their exam (laughs) you know yeah all you're you're doing is ensuring that they're silent you're not even meant to be talking to them really you just just sit there like probably Mm. checking if something goes wrong um Mm. like they don't stare at you well Mm. and you don't stare at them that's simple it's like Job not required for eye contact, but it's silly. Like, just a, a little thing like that just knows that, that they did not understand autism at all and yeah. understand the job they put forward because uh, on their part, they got that, I'd say they got a bit wrong. If they if the job required eye contact, put it mm. on the job, the job thing beforehand. But uh, mm. that is that is silly and unfortunate for you for a thing that you wanted to do. But... Um, there are plenty, there are, there's always jobs out there, but it's very hard to get one. Yeah. And then there's actually keeping it. <laughs> yeah, Which keeping is, it. That's that. That's that. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, I think once you do something once and is that back to a new routine, like... Um, yeah, it, it, it depends how much routine, which is like strange because like like autistic people tend to have you know be quite intelligent but like you know generally they also need need routine to sort of be that way but most jobs that require sort of thought like um are also not routine (laughs) yeah i mean (laughs) which is the problem because like thinking by itself is clearly not routine like it's it's thinking is the exact opposite so you need to so you get stuck in a situation where you're either put into a job that you're overqualified for that's gonna bore you to death and drive you insane or you're gonna go for one that does match your ability but you can't do all of the normal people things around it that required to keep it <laughs> yeah is that like there's so many different things that is probably similar to like something that you're interested in but it, it takes time to look for one and it takes time to uh be committed to a job that you want to do but um uh, it's always good to have one that you like to do yeah but, yeah um well, uh, I think it's been a really nice chatting, Alex, um, about, that, about autism, about mm-hmm. different hobbies, um, like autism and like uh, 
how hard it is to get get jobs as we know like like the uh like the rate of people who are autistic getting jobs is pretty low so i hope hopefully that does change in the future and m- more of us get the jobs that um we want and and not be um not be turned down by people just for silly things about eye contact but um mm. it's, um yeah yeah uh, who knows um uh that, that might change in the future i may maybe see sense that um, it doesn't just require eye contact just for a job mm. yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah. but well, thanks again alex and uh, i hope you have a, yes. a nice nice for your day and thanks for having me <laughs> <laughs>